0: welcome to tech talk y'all
1: hi and welcome to tech talk y'all season nine episode 211 i'm adam walker and i'm back from beyond i'm sanjay park and this episode is brought to you by together letters if you want to stay connected to the important people in your world Stay connected with Together Letters. All you need is email. You don't need logins or all the other fancy rigmarole. Just email and you can stay connected to the people that matter to you. Sign up today at TogetherLetters.com. So,
0: well, actually, you need Together Letters and you need this podcast because clearly we are two people that the listeners care about and want to stay connected with.
1: That's a fair point. That's a fair so, point. So continue so, continue to subscribe? That's not really a thing. Okay. Don't unsubscribe. I don't know. Don't, don't,
0: know. don't not unsubscribe. Don't yeah. subscribe. <laughs>
1: Don't <laughs> all right keep listen. on subscribing in this episode we're going to talk about netflix we got to talk about some crazy electric vehicle charging stuff that's coming down the pipeline we're going to talk about uh a new name for a stadium which is somehow tech news and it it actually is uh we're also going to talk about the new way to cancel subscriptions some microsoft stuff some apple stuff and listen stay tuned because we are going to talk about Movie Pass yet again, and you're going to want to hear about it. <laughs> what?
0: So. Movie Pass is back.
1: Movie, it, I mean, it, I feel like they missed the the correct window, because if you're going to resurrect <laughs> something, you really should, it really, it feels like Halloween would be the time for things to come back from the dead. Like, like it's That's a zombie true. apocalypse <laughs> company sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. So,
0: but um, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's start let, from the top.
1: Let's jump in. So Netflix testing TikTok-like, kids clip feature for younger viewers. I'll say I read this title and thought, oh, this is horrifying. And then I read the article and was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Whatever. So I mean, yeah. you know, it's like I it's like know. little it's, video shorts that kids can just kind of scroll through real quick, little, you know, 60 second clips makes them laugh. It's supposed to expose them to new shows, is is Netflix's goal. I get yeah. it.
0: So kids kids' shows only. So it's it's not uh content that somebody else is making. It's like yeah. actual content so yeah like i don't mind them watching big bird and things like that in 60 seconds i mean
1: the only concern i really have is like maybe it's not great on their attention span but then again what is
0: anything that
1: we're doing for anyone these days relate like nothing is good for our attention span zero i
0: I mean yeah so i mean in that respect this is not a great thing because we're giving or netflix is giving uh, parents yet another tool to distract kids instead of actually like doing that job themselves. Like a ball
1: of yarn. You mean like uh, Netflix like can it as like, opposed to a ball of yarn.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, look, a ball of yarn is good. It, it expands your mind. It uses your imagination yeah. instead of being fed that stuff. And I will say, I mentioned Sesame street. This is not one of the stories that I tagged. Uh, I, I, I've got to say, I am excited about Sesame street because apparently on Thanksgiving, they are for the first time ever introducing their first Asian character on which, sesame street which is cool but like really why did it take till 2021 to get that done yeah, yeah. like it's like, like i for, like, don't know i
1: mean they've had all kinds of characters
0: for like so many so like they've been pretty diverse for a while right and and what's amazing is that they have sesame street in all of these countries i know uh, I, yeah like it was there's a a, there's an indian sesame street there's a south korean sesame street yeah. i think like there's all so it's not like you don't know that these countries don't exist and it's not like you don't have Muppet maker, uh, puppet makers that can't make these. Yeah. They they do. So it's just amazing that it took this long. You're right. And the fact that they're funded by HBO now that they, they kind of got that money. Yeah. Uh, but on other news, uh, and not puppet news, uh, Ford and Purdue university created a cable that fully charges an electric vehicle in five minutes. This is awesome.
1: This is Awesome.
0: Yeah. So I didn't really think about the cable part of this, but it obviously makes sense is that yeah. the cable is something that limits the speed that you can charge up your electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's the biggest issue, and and you actually see this in transmission lines for electricity, is the heat that gets created by passing electricity through a, a wire um, causes it to slow down. So here's a thing that uh, you can look at one day. Uh, so right now we're in the kind of the winter time here in the northern hemisphere. But um, so if you look at your power lines, they tend to be shorter right now because it's cold outside and people aren't using uh, AC. If you look at the same power line in the summertime, they tend to sag because they expand because of the heat. There's heat outside, but there's also more importantly, the heat from the electricity because there's more electricity being used in the summertime with air conditioning. And so, you know, you see that effect in transmission line and we lose about a third of our power from power plants getting to your house. So in, in, in those losses, like that's why uh, generating wow. power at the home, like through solar panels and things like yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, but these folks at Purdue have figured out a way to use a, a, a material. It's like a liquid vapor uh, mm-hmm. material that draws away the heat and allows them to be able to jam all the power into an electric vehicle in five minutes. And so to be clear to the listeners, there are no uh, electric chargers yet that support this, and there right. are no electric vehicles that charge that support this. Right. But one day when that does happen, this, like, solves everything, right? Yeah. It's like going to the gas station in five minutes, your tank is full, and you can keep going on your way. Yep. Like, I think this eliminates the whole issue of, like, well, you can't take an electric vehicle on a road trip.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and, and I would say... That issue is already being solved. I mean, I know people that have driven Teslas across the entire United States, and they just mapped out their course to know where to stop along the way to make sure they could recharge. And yeah, is it a little bit of a pain right now? Yes, but it is doable. But I think I think that I mean this this kind of paves the way, as you said, you know, for the future. I mean, it's all it's all doable at this
0: point. Yeah. So, well, yeah. and it, and it, it this then works for big rigs. Yeah. Right. So electric yep. uh, trucks. Um, which is a lot of our transportation too. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it solves so many things mm. when you basically eliminate that charging time. And then it, I think the range anxiety that goes away too. Oh I mean, yeah. Like big time. People are worried about like, well, what if I run out of power and then I can't charge and this, that, and the other. And yeah, like, I think those are things that are going to get fixed. But then now it's like a, well, I can charge, but it's going to take me half an hour and I don't have half an hour during the day right. to sit around wait. And now it's like, okay, all those problems are gone. What's all your r- remaining complaints about getting an electric vehicle? There are none. So, well,
1: uh, speaking of things that are not good, uh, FBI system hacked to email, quote, urgent warning about fake cyber attacks. So, like, this is, like, this is, this may be one of my favorite hacks that I've, because they hacked the email to warn people about hacks, like, to, like, fake warnings about
0: hacks. Like, yeah. It's just so. so this is- it's so like Inception-like, right? This is really bad. <laughs> really, really bad. So the emails that came out, they were signed legitimately because they came from the FBI's email mm. server.
1: Yeah, they did. So it
0: wasn't even like a, a faked header, and then you could detect it because the, the DKIM or or uh, SPF yep. keys were like wrong. No, these were legit emails sent from the legit server. And it's oh man, it's not a good look when Mm -hmm. you're one of the top law enforcement agencies and you get hacked. Oh, so bad. You know you're on the top list of people like that are going to want to do this, right? Yeah. Because you need to have people actively
1: trying to hack you, like like friendlies actively trying to hack you all the time. Like that's I'm sure that that's got to be somebody's job, right? Just hack the FBI. Yeah, there
0: there there are companies that do this, and and um. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they don't do that at the, like they should, they should Mm -hmm. constantly and be rotating between different companies and organizations to do this. Mm -hmm. So they get different skill sets in there trying to hack them. But um, this is uh, this was a bummer uh, Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Uh, Bitcoin's long anticipated taproot upgrade is activated. Uh, You might not Um, know what any of that means. What does that mean? (laughs) I, I normally
1: understand the titles on this show at the very least, but in this particular case, I do not. So what? So tell me what's yeah. going
0: on. Yeah. So uh, there's a upgrade that's happening to the Bitcoin uh, protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we know, the all almost all of these uh, cryptocurrencies are upgradable, right? That was yep. built in and, and kind of conceived with Bitcoin originally, right? So that um, they aren't just kind of locked in, and then if deficiencies are found, they can't be fixed. So there's a way of of upgrading. So this is uh, upgrading the uh, cryptographic framework behind mm-hmm. Bitcoin. Uh, And some of this is going to allow things like multi-signature wallets um, and increasing the privacy and security of those kinds of transactions to all be able to happen. I think there is also something about um, helping uh, decrease costs as well uh, of doing transactions that may be a part of this as well. But that's um, great. It's interesting, uh, you know, more and more people have Bitcoin. Um, You know what? I don't think we have. Did we are are we going to talk about the Constitution
1: no, I left yeah, okay. that one out, but you can talk oh, about it now. I left it out because yeah. you know it it didn't it, it didn't happen.
0: So yeah. yeah, so real quick, you know, all kinds of interesting things in crypto crypto land. But this week, uh, there was a campaign to buy. There was one co- there is one copy of the U.S. Constitution, yep, from the first original printing uh, that is not in public hands. It's, right. it's own it was owned by a private owner, uh, and it went up for auction this week. And all the proceeds were actually going to support a nonprofit that promotes democracy mm. and securing democracy. So it was a great a great reason to have it auctioned off. Yeah. And so a bunch of people got together to um, pool money together, to buy the Constitution, and then their goal was to actually make it a public good, like turn it over to a museum or someplace where it could be. Yeah. Uh, shown in public. Yep. So the original estimate from so- Sotheby's was it would go for 15 to $20 million. I forgot what constitution, uh, da- DAO, right. So, so DAO, they their it? goal, DAO. their
1: goal was originally to raise 20 million. The last time I checked, it had gotten up to 32 million that they yeah. had raised through it. But then the winning bid from Sotheby's, if, if memory serves, was like 43 million from a 42 or 40 from an million, anonymous yeah. caller. So somebody some private <laughs> owner or company right. came in and, and outbid outbid them eventually. Yeah essentially. Which
0: is so. unfortunate, but I think this whole thing is so fascinating. Um and I wonder if this is going to change uh, a lot of things uh, coming up into the future around art and artwork and yeah. and things that should be in the public. Good. Right. Like many years ago, a couple of years ago, we went out to LA and there's the Getty museum out there. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's funded by uh, J Paul, John Paul Getty um, and, or his foundation. And they've got some like Renoirs and Monet's there. And these are like hundred million dollar paintings and the, they're sitting in the museum. The museum is zero cost to get in. Like you just roll up and, and go see these things. And I saw these paintings and I don't know that a lot of people that were walking through that museum really understood how much these paintings were worth. Mm-mm. Like there were guards specifically at those paintings. And so I yeah. like, I recognized them and I was like, oh yeah, yeah that's a Renoir. That's not yeah. a cheap painting. Um, But I, I so appreciated the fact that they have spent that much money and been like, yeah, we're just going to keep it open so that everybody can enjoy it because it's important. So I wonder if like what has happened, you know, this is the first time this has happened. I wonder if this is an example of how things can be brought back into public goods. Yeah. um, That probably always should have been public goods. um, But for whatever reason are in private Mm. hands.
1: Well, uh, speaking of places the public can gather, but not for free, uh, Staples center goes crypto. So the stadium currently known as Staples Center, will which they had a 20-year naming right thing, and that's now running out. It's now going to be, what, crypto.com something? Well,
0: yeah. So interestingly, they had a 20-year naming thing, yeah, and then they renegotiated at some point to yes. a perpetual one. And the the folks that run that stadium went back to Staples because, you know, not doing so well, yeah. and bought back those naming rights. Okay, And apparently... The rumor is crypto.com spent $700 million.
1: Oh, is that all? Okay.
0: Yeah. $700 million. I mean, you know,
1: just to put your name on a building for 20 years, $700 I, million, I mean, whatever. Handful of Bitcoin. Yeah. Handful of Bitcoin. It's, it's, just I, a, it's just a bit. No, nothing no between friends.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah. So fast So, so Make, yeah, Staple Center is now the crypto.com.
1: Crypto.com center. is going after it. Every, I mean like I watched the World Series and I'm pretty sure it was crypto.com's doing a bunch of was doing a bunch
0: of ads for that and commercials. They're doing like, ads but FTX is the one that has locked down uh, oh, Major that, League Baseball. That's right, yeah. So I, I don't know if you saw it but like all the umpires have FTX on their like That's uniform. crazy man. Like, I was, like weird looking like, like what's crazy to
1: me is like all these companies going after, like they're going after like the sports market which doesn't, yeah. I don't know. I, that doesn't seem like the, t- the right market, the right market fit. For crypto. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think it's, and, and so I just opened crypto.com's uh, website and it reminded me. Yeah, you're right. They had ads on uh, the World Series and it's with Matt Damon. Yeah. The I mean, ads are oddball. Like, I know. I, I didn't understand that it was a cryptocurrency ad I, until the end. It's so strange. And just, like, I think they're just trying to make a big push into making cryptocurrency something that everybody has. I mean, that, okay.
1: I guess that's, that's fine. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, talking about something that everybody has, or, or now seeing where everybody is, uh, Google Maps warns you about crowded areas with the updated busyness feature. Yeah. Busyness, not this business, is, busyness.
1: This is good feature. for the holidays. It lets you know, like, if where you're going is gonna be busy, but like listen, public service announcement. Okay. <laughs> We're getting into uh-huh. the week of Thanksgiving everywhere is busy like everywhere yeah. just stay yeah. home
0: man it's I, okay i don't i don't go to malls I, I i well you know it's been a pandemic so i haven't gone to a mall anyways but i i hate malls but just stay home. especially during you know this time like yeah don't don't like it yeah it's just saying but like listen
1: the other the other thing that's interesting in this article is it talked about how google maps is going to be adding like indoor directories so like inside of a mall you can see where the stores are and i was like but apple maps has had that for like years so like whereas now listen i will confess, often very often apple is like one to two years behind like pretty great features in android i'll I'll totally give that in this particular
0: case apple's had that for years which i was like finally we win one (laughs) got you on that gotcha i will say this article (laughs) is kind of funny because i was reading through it i don't know who wrote this but they mentioned fries in here and Fries shut down during the pandemic, and that's they're all gone. gone, man. You need to you
1: need to kept, you need to listen listen like, to tech talk, y'all. We talked about that. Listen, yeah, they, we talked they're about talking this. About,
0: like expanding their integrated grocery store pickup feature, which allows pickup orders from Kroger, Fred Meyer, Fries, Ralph's, and Mariano's. Oh come on, man! And it's like, yeah, fries, fries, not a come thing on, man. That ain't a anymore. thing no more. Yeah.
1: As you might have heard, Sanjay and I have a new project called Together Letters. So. This episode is brought to you by Together Letters. The idea is simple everyone has email. No one wants to log in to another thing, but everyone wants to stay connected. Together Letters uses email to create a collaborative newsletter, keeping groups better connected. Sign up today at togetherletters.com. All right, I'm excited. I mean, legitimately excited about this next article. The me end too. of click to subscribe, quote, click to subscribe, call to cancel. One of the news industry's favorite retention tactics is illegal, FTC says. So listen, this is amazing because like I just had this happen to me the other day. I was formerly a, a particular cable Internet customer. OK, and I went to a certain fiber provider instead. And that was pretty great. But I went on to my, <laughs> my cable Internet, you know, like log in to cancel. Cause obviously this is what you do. There's yep. nowhere to cancel. So you have to start nope. Googling how to cancel. You have to call. Then not only Gotta do you call. have to call, but then you have to sit on hold. Then the person on the other end has to go through their obligatory, trying to win you back like three to four. Th- like, you know, they've got to check. Yes. Tried to win him back once, twice, third time. Nope. Not, I mean like it was crazy. Like I even told the guy, I'm like, listen, the fiber I'm getting is five times faster in half the cost like that. And there's no bandwidth. There's no cap like that. That's all the details. Like there's nothing you can offer me that's going to even come close in comparison. And but he has to come back at me anyway. And so I'm excited about this personally because yeah I really hate these things. But I'm also excited because. It, like it's just a time suck to deal with this yep. stuff. And I have the the privilege of, of working virtually and having the ability to do this, even though I feel like I don't even have that ability because I know I've got to carve out 30 minutes or an hour out of my day to cancel this stupid service. But there are tons of people that do not have that kind of time. And yep. they should not be forced to jump through all those hoops to cancel a service that takes an hour to cancel, but it takes 10 seconds to sign up for. So yep. this is awesome. I'm going to stop talking.
0: I I I got to say I have the same experience uh probably at some point during the pandemic we got rid of we'd been subscribers and I'm going to call them out the Atlanta Journal Constitution for many many years uh I'm sorry but uh it just didn't make any sense for us to continue subscribing during yeah. the pandemic because one of the main things what we do is get coupons right and, well we're not, we're not going to stores yep but Oh, my God, they make it so difficult to unsubscribe and and to cancel. I did not appreciate that, right? Mm-hmm. like it, like I don't understand why they don't realize like this makes me really not like you even more. at, yeah. at the very time where I'm leaving, now, the chance that I'm ever going to come back again, I'm always going to remember, like, if I want to leave again, it's going to stink. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if I want to come back. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. you you made me th- made me feel that way. Um, And, I, you know, I'm not just calling out the Atlanta Journal-Constitution <laughs> for this because I think a lot of them do it. And that was this article, too, the FTC yeah. saying that all of these newspapers yep. um, do this. And, you know, it, it's not good. No. Uh, it's not consumer friendly and it's not fair. Yeah. No. Uh, quite honestly. So, uh, glad that's gone. Um, something else that's not fair. Uh, and who knows what's going to happen with this. Microsoft calls Firefox's browser workaround improper in quotes, and will block it. If you remember, we talked about this, uh, a couple of episodes ago, it was more than a couple episodes ago, but Firefox Mozilla said that, Hey, um, switching browsers is difficult in windows, but they make it super easy to do in uh, with Microsoft edge. So we're going to basically Jimmy our way in there and do the same thing with Firefox so that it's a one click switch over. Mm-hmm. And basically they found a workaround to be able to do that. Now, Microsoft saying like, no, no, that's not allowed. And they're going to actively break this thing. I, this is such a bad look. Oh this my gosh. Such a bad look. Oh, like, my gosh. I don't understand why the people at Microsoft can can you just read some history on Microsoft and well, things that have happened to you in the past? That's what I was thinking. You got slapped for basically this exact, this exact thing?
1: thing. Like the, the whole antitrust thing that came out was because of this garbage right here. Like, is there no institutional memory of this? Like, it, yeah, do they not know how to of those search? People that live through that, like, have they all left? Or, don't like, or did like, none of them know how to like, I don't know, look up things on Google to understand the concepts of these things. Hey, like, Hey, Hey, bing.com well Bing. there you go oh, that's probably why they don't know they probably were searching in Bing and they can't find what they need that's <laughs> probably their problem it's, it's probably
0: excluded from bing.com They're like oh we're not gonna we're not gonna index that stuff like anything
1: <laughs> oh anything man about. well speaking of things that uh they don't want excluded microsoft gaming chief calls for industry-wide game preservation so here's the here's the breakdown essentially there's a lot of old gaming systems and there's lots of old games that go to those gaming systems but eventually those gaming systems are no longer supported they go out of sale they go out of stock and those games just kind of fall by the wayside and there's all this time and effort and storytelling that have gone into these games and then they're just kind of gone and so the microsoft gaming chief is calling for there to be emulators so that these games can be sort of preserved i mean in the same way that we can read an old book or in the same way that we can watch an old movie and, and, you know, download it from Amazon Prime, like he wants there to be the ability to play old games, which I think is interesting and has nostalgic value. I, I think there are very few games that I would ever go back and play, but, but I like the concept. What, what are your thoughts? So,
0: oh, well, I, I love the concept, too. I got to ask you first before I tell you what I think. Well, so what's the one old game that you would play? i like, probably go back
1: to like i would go back to like mario one two or three like uh, like probably mario three where you've got like the like where you get the tail and you can fly into the air uh-huh. for yeah like i'd probably do that you know See, like, so
0: so mine are a lot older than yours like i, I would be talking about like either pitfall or yar's revenge or, okay you know like something that's that's super i'm going go back to, to
1: contra i mean like Contra's a classic contra. you know
0: i don't think i remember
1: contra. you never played contra on no, on no. on nintendo
0: Man. See, I didn't have a game system. I never had a game system until I oh, had an Xbox, okay. that's uh, fair. you know, like 10, that, 15 years fair. ago. That's okay. fair. So I, I think this is great. I think it's um, it's so interesting because I think it's important to understand kind of the development of these things. And I think it's useful to understand, uh, especially for kids that are coming up and, and that might want to be game designers, to understand how things have developed over time. Right. What's yeah. interesting is is actually is just today, I saw a post on Hacker News where somebody was like, hey, I, you know, I've saw this, there apparently is a documentary on BBSing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, using modems and logging onto bulletin board systems. And this person was like, what was it like back then? And like, how much did it cost? And like, how do you think that influenced the internet today and all this stuff? And I kind of started reflecting back and like my first modem was a 1200 baud modem. And it's like a lot of those things that happened back then, um, like I, there was a one BBS in Lexington that I loved called Pyroto mountain.
1: Mm. Um,
0: and that was software that was used in a lot of places, but basically you were a wizard and you'd go up levels of the mountain and to go up levels, you had to answer trivia questions. And like a lot of my trivia knowledge is from, you know, it started from those days where I had it. And there were like, you know, like through the. Back back channels. You could get printouts of like all the questions on Pyrodo with all the answers and like all of this stuff. It was crazy. You were stuff, hacking but, the old boards. I love it. Exactly. I love but it. If you don't, if you don't understand like that early yeah. development, you right. don't necessarily understand. You know how did we get here to today? Yeah. And so yeah. on games, I think it's the same kind of thing, and I think it's so interesting, and I. Honestly, a lot of those old games are still a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're fair. great ways to pass time, and they're not so complicated. Like, I play games nowadays sometimes, and some of them are just overly so complicated. Over the top yeah. complicated that I, it's yeah. just too much. It's true. I'm like, I just want to waste five minutes, not uh, not hours and hours. Um, this next story is another one that I think is, is shocking. It's incredibly awesome and shocking, yes. Um, <laughs> unlike a Microsoft, Apple is maybe reading the writing on the wall. Apple is to begin do-it-yourself repair program for iPhones, Macs next year. And it's funny because I was thinking about this in that same vein of the old games. You know, we have lamented so many times how kids nowadays don't understand the black box of technology because they're like welded shut and you can't open them. Yeah, And I think this is now going to reverse that trend and allow... Kids to be able to open their phones up, mm-hmm. repair them themselves, mm-hmm. understand how they work, mm-hmm. and I think this is good for society that these things are not just black boxes that that will help like educate that next generation of engineers and and scientists that yep. understand how technology works and be able to work on it and not be just like I don't I don't know why it's not working. Yeah, and and um, I'll tell you what so this is my great. favorite
1: part of this story is is my ability to delegate. And so what, so, so what that means is that... I already know where this is going. That Apple's opening up the do-it-yourself, which means, hey, son or daughter, guess who's going to do it yourself? You know, like there's a broken phone. Hey, You're I've got, gonna a, fix project it. Ya. I got a project for you. I got a project for you. You got all kinds of time on your hands. I got yep. some manuals for you. I'll even buy the tools because Apple's going to be willing to sell you the right tools as well. Yep. And on top of all of this... It does not void the warranty, which is amazing. I mean, this is, this is just exciting. Um, And we've been talking about this forever, but it's just, it's a great thing.
0: Now, the only thing I don't know is how much are they going to jack up the price on these things? Like if, if there's a regular screwdriver that would have opened their, the phone, versus the apple one well i mean like how what's the premium
1: on I that? i mean one? judging by the cost increase of their screen cleaner which you know last week we <laughs> talked $17. about that's the most, yep. the most back-ordered item i mean i think in, in all fairness a two dollar item up to 17 i mean whatever that order of magnitude is it's the same up up charge on the screwdriver that's that's my guess
0: so so, y- so it's like a, a pentagon a screwdriver it's gonna yeah. be like an 800 screwdriver yeah yes yeah, so exactly yeah that, that's yeah. it that's yeah. it yeah but it's, it's perfectly weighted and balanced. So that's that's the difference. Time for
1: the Weird and Wacky segment.
0: Abominable snowman. Oh, it's not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a buyer.
1: All right, Sanjay, Weird and Wacky time. I don't know that this one's fully weird, but it's real wacky. So what do you have for us to
0: start? <laughs> so apparently MoviePass co-founder Stacy Spikes has bought the company back and is planning a relaunch.
1: Okay, so here's the, it here's the thing. Apparently,
0: cost less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: Here's the thing, ma'am. Yeah. If if math doesn't work the first time, <laughs> try it again. And math doesn't work the second time on the read. Try it again. Math doesn't change man it's like it like i understand that there's a half life to facts and facts evolve and all that stuff but <laughs> but math doesn't change okay like this doesn't make any unless you're going to charge literally i'm i'm not even i'm not even kidding like i feel like to make this service profitable you'd almost have to charge a hundred dollars per person and I think at that rate you can be sure that it's gonna all even out across all the movie pass goers
0: but anything less than that I can't imagine you making money on it doesn't make any sense. So are you telling me that the website that they they've set up I want you have not gone and signed up for this yet? I, I have not Have you even gone to the domain yet? I, I just did. Yeah. Is but, it, does uh, it look good?
1: Is it a good looking website? No,
0: I mean, it just says movie pass at the top and just one box to enter your email address.
1: Does it make you want to sign up? Do you want to give them your personal information? You know, you no. do. I, no, I,
0: I, I might give them my DuckDuckGo private email. Address <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm doing that right now. Yeah, you are. This is, this is for uh tech talk, y'all future fodder mm. to talk about in the news. Cause when I get an email from them, we're going to talk about it Man. and be like, yeah, I don't know. Well, speaking of things
1: we don't know about, uh, this next article, Meta's, that's of course, Facebook's new name, Meta's sci-fi haptic glove prototype lets you feel VR objects using air pockets. So the the concept is if you're in VR or you're in the metaverse and you pick up a Frisbee, they want you to to feel pressure on your fingertips like you're holding that object, which, okay, I, I think i think we'll get there and i think somebody's got to work on that and they're developing they're donating or not donating they're allocating billions of dollars towards this type of technology but
0: i don't know i mean cool (laughs) i guess (laughs) i the question i have here is for how long are we going to keep saying meta you know the company that was facebook i mean i think Uh, for at least
1: another at least another four episodes after that it's all done that's that's my that's my threshold yeah Mm -hmm. four episodes yeah do
0: we but we still say google we don't say alphabet
1: That is actually a really good point. We do not ever say Google. We don't ever say Alphabet. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So should we just
0: keep saying Facebook and forget the meta thing? Whatever. Forget that. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what this means. Like, okay, sure. That's cool. Whatevs. I mean, until like regular humans can get this, I don't think it means much.
1: Yeah. I I think, and I think it's a very long way off, right? From from this being, but, but I do, I do foresee a point in the future where you're in augmented reality or you're in virtual reality and there are haptic gloves that you put on that allow you to experience that physically, like that will come and there even to the point where there'd be full body suits for that for you to experience that reality in, in, and yeah. in physical reality. It, it's only a matter of time. I mean, when, I mean, honestly, like when you see things like that, in sci-fi and you read things like that in books like it's only a matter of time before the technology catches up with someone else's imagination. So, this yeah. is the first step and, in that process. That's And cool. then
0: we'll have feeding tubes and then, you know, other tubes to take away the the waste and then and then you're in the matrix. Then you're a battery. Matrix.
1: Welcome and to being a battery.
0: <laughs> you're a human battery for the for the machines that, you know, <laughs> Skynet and that whole thing. Uh this last story is not weird and wacky, it's actually kind of awesome. Uh, new drug class reverses paralysis in mice. I'm sorry. I said what now? Reverses paralysis in mice. Like, honestly, I read this and I was like, okay, uh, how can I invest in this? Cause even if it didn't return money to me, I would invest in this cause it's awesome. Uh, so there is a new drug class that um, these researchers have figured out. And in mice, they um, obviously these mice had severed spinal cords, they're severed by the researchers, obviously, but yeah, which is quite sadly. sad. But um, they injected this uh, drug into it, and it basically creates a scaffolding for the regeneration of those neurons across the spinal cord. They were able to walk again. What? Yeah, like this is this is like one of the holy grails uh-huh. of of like uh, you know human health. Yeah, to be able to recover from something like this. Like you think about it, like. You know, the instant thing I always think about is uh Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Right. He he was a quadriplegic because yeah. he fell off the horse. Um, and you know, he lived a long time in yeah. relative terms. Yeah. But if, if this had been around, wow, he wouldn't have been a quadriplegic, right? He, yeah, he could have recovered from the whole thing. Wow. Um, this is fascinating. And man, we live in just awesome times and you know, I hope these researchers are able to, to figure this out and, and get this done quickly because there are a lot, a lot of people that they can help.
1: Wow, that is just wild. Tech
0: wreck, tech rec, time to get your tech rec. Tech, 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 wreck. Chicky, chicky. tech rec. tech rec. All right, Sanjay, it's tech rec time. What do you have for me this week? So, my recommendation this week isn't so much tech, but it's more sustainable. Uh, so, all of us have been wearing these face masks left and right, protecting Mm -hmm. ourselves from a pandemic that's going Mm -hmm. on. And I'm sure like me, you've seen a lot of face masks nowadays laying in the street as garbage and whatever. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of litter with these things because I mean, there's nothing else you can do, but throw these away when you're done with them. Well, this company Vita has masks that when you buy them, they give you a prepaid label to send all of the masks back when you're done with them and they will recycle them and reuse them to make new masks. Are you serious? That's awesome. And they are, I think they're can 95 or can yeah, they are, are I'm looking masks. at them right now. Yeah. It's, Oh my gosh. Great. Like,
1: so, so like this is brilliant because here's the thing, right? Because, because when you started talking about this, I was like, yeah, but how's this going to work? Because, These can 95 masks are so much more effective than the cloth masks that we wash. So like on the one hand, I would love to use a cloth mask. But on the other hand, it's so much less effective. And so why would I use a cloth mask? Doesn't make any sense. But like, honestly, I will pay more money for better masks, even more than I'd pay on Amazon, just so they're not destroying the environment
0: when I'm done with them. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, they're made in the U.S., uh, they're, they're FDA approved. Like, so they're, they're registered, uh, N95 masks, like the whole thing. And, and we've got some of them and they're great. They came with the label. Like once we're done with all of them, we're just going to collect them back up, uh, use them up and then send them back and buy some more. So, uh, smart, super smart. Like, so they should have done this at the beginning of the pandemic, but you know, it took us a little while to get here, but man, that's um, so if brilliant. you're concerned about sustainability, if you're concerned about your masks, um, take a look at Vita. Uh, it's, we've got them. They seem to work really, really well. So, uh, thumbs wow. up on them. Uh, what about you, Adam? What do you got for us this week? So I, I've, I've recommended this service before, but I'm I'm now going
1: to recommend their phone app. And so, so let me preface this with this. I'm, I'm becoming more and more interested in sending video messages to people. I mean, it, you know, in, in the business world, there's just so much email that goes back and forth and email there's so much communication that can get lost in email, really, like like it's it's there, but you, you miss tone, you miss in, intonation, you miss expressions. Um, I lo- so I love the idea of sending videos to, to team members. And uh, Vidyard is the service that I use to kind of create quick videos and even quick screencasts and send them to people, and, you know, giving them my thoughts or giving feedback or whatever else. And I'm doing more and more and more of that. And it's cool because I can just create a quick video on the fly. I can immediately get a link from that video, and then I can just email the person that link, and say, hey, here are my thoughts, go check out the video. Um, but, but Vidyard also has a phone app where I can do the exact same thing. I can record a quick video from my phone and send it to you, say, over Slack, if I wanted to just kind of tell you something in more detail. Um, and, and it's just a, a, a really clean, fast, efficient way to communicate. I really think video messaging, asynchronous video messaging, is going to rise in popularity in mass over the next five to 10 years. So yeah, uh, this is just kind of a starting point and I, I kind of love it.
0: I got to say, I've never actually done this, the video messaging thing, but uh, looking at their service, like there's a free version. Oh, I don't pay anything and, for it. And like, uh, it's a no brainer yeah. to try this out. Yeah. Right. And uh, I'm going to have to. Yeah. I, don't, I mean,
1: I, I've never paid a dime. I've used their, their stuff for a long time. And I actually have several videos I've created that are like quick tutorial videos for like uh, nonprofit events where I've had hundreds of people view them and I can see stats of people view them and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it, it's very, very good service for f- their freemium model. You get a lot for free, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah.
0: So yeah, your, your paid version, you get password protection and replies to your videos and things like that. So if you don't need any of that, yeah, I just try the the free and mobile app too, right? So they have it mm-hmm. for Android as well. iPhone and Android. I
1: assume so. I don't remember. I should have looked before this, this, uh, call, but, uh, but yeah, I, I assume they do. So, they seem to be. You
0: knew I was going to ask that. I mean, I mean
1: that's on. a good point. I Yeah, I should have thought of that. My, my <laughs> I, bad.
0: I'm assuming they do. They seem like they're big enough that they, they yeah, would have both. Yeah, they've been around for a
1: yeah. bit. Well, uh, Sanjay, this has been amazing. So good to have you back. I will mention to our listeners, we're going to take off uh, next week. We're not going to record because of the, the coming you know family holiday and everybody's running around like crazy Thanksgiving people.
0: Thanksgiving here in the U.S. All that uh, stuff. Um, for those of you that are not U.S. listeners. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've so got Thanksgiving.
1: We're so. going to miss a week, yeah. uh, but that's okay we'll miss you you'll miss us it'll be cool but in the meantime Sanjay how can our listeners find and connect with you
0: they can find me on Twitter as usual at at Sanjay that's S-A-N-J-A-Y or SanjayParek.com what about you Adam
1: find me on Twitter at AJ Walker I've been actually a little more active lately which has been nice also a lot more active on LinkedIn lately which has been kind of interesting Uh, but also find me on my website AdamJWalker.com and uh, it's got links to all the places so uh, check me out there and let's connect Doo doo doo.